Hello! Welcome to another episode of The Best of V Show. I said I was coming in hot, Steve. My name is Elon. And this is Steve, the Ace King, Offsuit Jerk, the main squeeze. What up? Everything. Everything is up. You know, stock in Steve is going up right now. Good, because every other stock is going down. (laughs) So buy stock in Steve. (laughs) We're going dark, Uh, ladies and gentlemen. First first of all, apologies for the late start of the show. It is completely 100% for uh, reasons on my end. Uh, My new job uh, is currently working with uh, a certain eSport and a certain major is happening today and this weekend out in Arlington, Texas at the eSports Stadium. And because of a couple of delays there, things got delayed on my end. So that's why we are late. Apologies for that. My phone is still going crazy because I literally left work to be here. I ran away from work. It's great. I love it. So apologies for that. But we're here. We're live. It's Thursday. Uh, and we're going to talk about what happened over the weekend. We're going to talk about Smash and Nintendo clamping down on the vibrant community that is the Smash community. We're going to talk about Evo shows. Look, even after we move the show to another day, somehow it's still not an ideal time for us. That's... I don't... And, and it's... Look, I guess we're just always going to be screwed, Steve. We're always going to be screwed. We're the little guy here. Little guys, even though we're not little guys in the real world. But that's okay. We'll all find out in Combo Breaker when we do the live show. Uh, We're also going to talk about, speaking of uh, big companies stepping on the little guy, we're going to talk about these Street Fighter V licenses. (laughs) We're going to talk about the Street Fighter shooting today. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Like I said, work mode, baby. Uh, And, (laughs) look, I, I don't think I've ever seen an announcement be so well received than when they said that play or uh, persona four arena is going to have rollback and it's coming later this summer. Although I feel like, well, we're going to get, you know what? I was about to go into a tangent in that topic, but we're not going to do that. You know why Steve? Why? Because I think we need to do another, another segment first. Is it that time for the recap? It is that time for a recap. Steve hit it. All right, let's kick it off. We It was a Guilty Gear-heavy week this past weekend. Uh, let's kick things off with the finals of the Arc Revo Japan and Korea event. Uh, this played down to a top eight a couple weeks ago. Uh, they finished things off here. Infiltration started the day in loser's bracket, worked his way all the way to the grand final, but it was Ty who got the job done staying in winners throughout the entire tournament to take first place and the 1 million yen grand prize in full finishing second gobo and dark necro rounding out the top four a lot of those names not only competed in that but also competed in toshinsai this is the japanese team tournament that is Back in action again. The finals of Guilty Gear Strive were this past weekend. And the team names are pretty wild. Uh, God and Height and Champion uh, is your winner. They are made up of Fab Samito Samito and Ty. 
Hato, MSY, and Purea. Uh, makeup team Kaku Onichan FC, who finished second. Uh, your third place finishings are Daru, Omido, and Tights on Team Please Tell Me. And you made Victims Association <laughs> of Dato Live, Sendinbot, Gobo, and you. I'm telling you, these team names, these Japanese team tournament team names are always of note. Which one wins the Bestie of the Week, Steve? Bestie of the Week has to be God and Height and Champion because you get what you get what you, it says on the tin. I just like you may Victims Association. <laughs> that's 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 up there too, but I am not a victim. True. Yet, yet. Uh, Guilty Gear was also in focus for Vortex Gallery. This is uh, winter their winter guidance event. There are three weeks of action. First week focused on Guilty Gear. Seo winning the Southeast Asia tur- tournament. Uh, Illusions V from Chile uh, getting the win in South America. Rank 31, your Brazilian champion. Russia's Cartons is the European winner. Uh-oh. And it's uh, Canada's Test Your Luck who topped all comers in North America. If you want to check out more Vortex Gallery, you'll have that chance this weekend. Uh, with what to watch. You've got Melty Blood in the spotlight this weekend. The same five channels that aired the uh, Guilty Gear action will be airing Melty this weekend. You've also got a little bit of a surprise announcement. Uh, The finals for the ARC Revo EMEA, uh, Europe, Middle East, and uh, Africa. This was postponed to an unknown date and suddenly that unknown date became known that will kick off at 5 a.m eastern on saturday and then once we get past the weekend we've got a couple of announcements to keep our eyes on obviously the big one is going to be the evo lineup reveal on tuesday evening but there is also some sort of announcement to be made about the smash world tour this is not the one directly associated with Nintendo. This is the one that ran last season uh, as a independent circuit. They've got an announcement coming on Wednesday evening. And that is the recap. I did it, Steve. We did it right. Excellent recap, Steve. Thank you for that. Uh, it's nice to it's nice to have uh, that good breath of fresh air on the recaps every every week, you know. It's not until I hear a Steve recap that I know my week is okay. And it sucks that we moved the show to Thursdays because then it takes a while for me to know if my week is okay. Oh man, your week is always okay because mm-hmm. it involves you, and you are okay. Mm-hmm. You're more than okay. Mm-hmm. Let's not go there uh speaking of not going there you know who's not going to emo <laughs> wow that was a good one that was a good one <laughs> bravo i'm win work mode set. baby oh man uh <laughs> you know who's not going to evo smash <laughs> oh no so after uh 
a ridiculous uh, couple of years of terrible decisions by Nintendo and the lack of offline tournaments. Even uh, I, I think I still like it's still fresh in my mind when somebody spent most of their time making the slippy netcode for people to enjoy rollback for Smash for Melee specifically, and then Nintendo goes, "Nah, get that shit out of here. That's not mine." Sorry, Steve. Uh, you know what? We can let that one ride. It's after it's after ten minutes into the show. The algorithm's not checking. It's cool. Now. After much t turmoil between Smash and Evo, there, were, there was a year where Nintendo didn't want it there. The community fought hard and got it back in there, and then it's always been a mainstay at Evo. Now, all of a sudden, Nintendo's back and says, nah, get out of here. I don't want nothing. Steve, they don't want nothing. Well, that wasn't the exact wording that was used, or at least not the one offered by Evo. Uh Earlier this week, they took to Twitter to announce that they would be revealing the lineup for this year's event uh, this coming Tuesday. Uh, as part of that statement, they said, quote, while we're thankful for all the amazing games joining us later this year in Las Vegas, we want to let you know in advance that Super Smash Brothers will not be making a return appearance. Since 2007, We've seen historic Super Smash Bros. moments created at EVO's events. We are saddened that Nintendo has chosen not to continue that legacy with us this year. In the future, we hope to once again celebrate the Super Smash Bros. community alongside them. End quote. It is obvious from EVO's perspective that they... They are trying to make it clear to the community that they want the game there. Um, obviously, we are not privy to the negotiations. Uh, we are not privy to the terms of what didn't come together to make it happen. But um, as far as attendance goes, I can't see this being anything other than Nintendo either pricing it so high that they that it was untenable for Evo or pricing it so high that it because they simply didn't want uh, Smash there. Um, this is a huge loss for Evo, uh, attendance-wise especially. If you look at the last two offline editions, uh, Around 35% of attendees uh, in 2018, when you had Wii U and Melee, signed up for, for one of those Smash games. When you go to 2019, the year that you had uh, Ultimate for the first time, about 37% of all entrants signed up for, for Ultimate. That... I don't know of any A, I don't know of any game out there that can pull in those kinds of numbers. B, I don't know of any game out there that could pull in those kinds of numbers anywhere close that wasn't going to be a part of the Evo lineup anyway. So my question is what does Evo do now? 
How do they respond? What? How do they pivot in terms of what they do to bring people in? Because, you know, obviously, obviously, it's a multifaceted event. It's a, it's a, it's an event for streams, but you, they want to get people in the door, and obviously, they just lost a big chunk of what helped get a lot of, of people through the door. Mm-hmm. Also, something worthy of note too. It could be that. You know, like like you said earlier, you know, we're we're privy to negotiations. We don't know, but maybe there was, you know, maybe Evo wanted some money from Nintendo to put their game on. Uh, maybe that's a thing. I don't know. Uh, it is very possible. It is very possible. Yeah. Either way, I don't. Oh, ahead, I don't man. see. Yeah, I don't see that as the case. And this is simply an educated guess on my part. It feels like Evo's pres or Smash's presence at Evo has been far more important to Evo than it has been to Nintendo. Mm-hmm. Uh, as you mentioned, there was the year where Nintendo tried to shut the tournament down, and they relented initially into just not allowing the broadcast um, before relenting even further after the massive community backlash. It always felt like. It's always felt, and I've said this a few times, Nintendo tries to keep the Smash community uh, at arm's length. They don't want... It, it feels like they don't want pro Smash to be what people think of when they think of Smash Brothers. So they kind of do enough to appease the community, but still kind of say, hey, all you people who want to just play casually, look over here. Don't look at these guys. Don't look at Hungry Box. Don't look at the crab throwing. Look over here at the at the stuff that we're doing. Now, Steve, where you, you can s- win a controller. You you say that, but there's also a Smash League that's run by Panda Global. Now that is another aspect to this. Mm-hmm. Um, we don't know anything about that league at this point. Nope. Uh, that got announced late last year. They said details would come. In 2022, it we're we're about a sixth of the way through 2022, and we have not heard details. Um, mm-hmm. Obviously, my what I thought would happen would be Nintendo partnering with offline events and including those on the circuits, uh, especially events that they officially partnered with before, like the Big House. And like I assumed, Evo. Obviously, the Evo part of the that equation is not happening. Do you think that we're going to get some of those other events included in this, or do you think that Nintendo will lean towards more creating their own events and in their in own entire uh, tournament ecosystem for this? So. First of all, we let's look at who they partnered with, right? They partnered with Panda Global. And with a couple of exceptions, Panda Global has been an organization that has had the best interest of the FGC in mind and of the Smash community as well. Uh, so my assumption is that for them to get this league off the ground, they needed to introduce Nintendo to all of these events that are already established in order to save money from Nintendo's end. 
So it would be kind of stupid for Nintendo to say, oh, we'll, we'll just throw our own money, you know, we'll make our own event with Blackjack and hookers, like Bender would. Minus Blackjack and hookers because it's Nintendo. Or maybe it, because it's Nintendo. I don't know. Uh, I, I don't work there. I don't know what they do. Uh, but either way, uh, I think the big issue here is this. The Smash slash platform fighter community is great. And you know who else is great, Steve? Kwanzai. For subscribing for 51 months. You know what else is great? What's that? Pizzas. Kwanzai, I didn't get a chance to, to touch base with you last week, but you actually won the contest. Uh, the uh, Capcom Cup prediction contest. So DM me after the show. And I will get you, uh, I'll get pizza headed your way. Yeah. Congratulations. You did. Bonsai's like so badass. He didn't even show up to claim his prize. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, remember, remember the King of New York tournament from way back towards the end of Street Fighter four, where Chris, who came in and like won the qualifier and then immediately said, I'm not showing up for the finals tomorrow. I just wanted to show that I could. That nice. was Kwanzai. That was Kwanzai. Look, and I already bought myself a pizza, so just <laughs> give subs or something. Boy. We're, we're, we're going to hook you up. We're going to hook you up. Yeah. And you know what? Well, we can't little give spoiler- him a sub. He's subscribed already. Little spoiler alert. You'll have a chance to, to win another pizza if you, if you didn't get it. If you didn't get it done. During the previous contest, you've got another shot this week, and I will reveal all in just a little bit. Okay, that's interesting because I didn't even know. Oh, I think I okay. I put the two and two together. But anyway, thank you, Kwanzai, for being who you are and for being amazing for helping hanging out with us. We appreciate you. Thank you for the resub. Let's give him another clap. All right, back to the topic. We're talking about Smash no longer being at Evo. Here's the big sitch. Smash the Smash the Smash community is a good one, right? I'm going to move my cup. The Smash community is a good one. The FGC is another good community. Smash can absolutely survive without the FGC. The FGC can kind of survive without Smash. Uh, But what I don't like is that there is already this ridiculously large fissure between the Smash community and the FGC. When my personal take is I think we should all just be under the same umbrella and have happy fun times with everybody. With a decision like this, this just further drives away the Smash community from the FGC at large, right? Not by their own fault this time, but by the fact that they just can't go to one of the biggest events of the year for everybody else or for the rest of the community. So I I think this does a lot of damage to the FGC in general when it doesn't do... Maybe maybe it doesn't do as much damage on the surface level, but I think on like the when you when you like really get to the heart of it, I think that's where all of the issues lay. Like that's where everything gets hit, and it's at the core of uh, the community at large. But yeah, you know, it's I, I saw some people celebrating at least in jest. Some of it's in jest. Some of it's. Uh, legit because of they say well now real fighting games get a chance no look 
look, Smash and traditional fighting games, they're part of the same family. They're cousins. They're the cousins you might not see outside of family reunions, but they're still family. And if Medea comes on, on she's going to teach all of us a valuable lesson. Mm-hmm. So we're, we're all under the, the uh, umbrella of Tyler Perry and Dragon. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. That's the point I wanted to make with this. Good. That she, she, that there's another movie. There, there's no stopping this franchise. I'm mm-hmm. sorry. <laughs> Medea's big fighting game tournament coming soon. <laughs> <laughs> I actually want to see that now. I actually want, like, I want, I want Tasty Jam to do commentary. Of her versus like Skullzer. <laughs> her versus me. <laughs> her oh god. <laughs> it'll be like those. It'll be like those two old. Uh, those two older people. Sorry, I almost. This sounds bad already, just because of the flub. It'll be like those two people who went to uh, to CEO uh, and got zoop zooped. The 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 people that were running Southeast Mayhem, mayhem and they what. Got, <laughs> Look, that's you know what? That's part of the game. Yeah, if, everybody if, gets if, zooped, man. If, if you're going to watch, if you're going to play Marvel, you're going to get a ticket to watch the movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so in general, I think this is a terrible thing for the FGC at large, not just Smash. And we can get into the Smash F- is FGC or is not FGC topic some other day. When everybody else is wrong and Smash is part of the FGC at the end of the day. Yeah, uh, I agree. And, yeah, that's the, that's the whole conversation. Yep. We just had it. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> so this sucks. And it sucks that, you know, there's this very vibrant and passionate community that Nintendo is just kind of snubbing. It's like it's like an abusive parent. <laughs> like, it really is. That's a little, like, maybe a little extreme in terms of is analogy. It? Yeah, maybe. You know what? You know what? <laughs> All right. You I know think... what else we could take to the extreme? <laughs> How many games can one event run? That's what we can take to the extreme, Steve. That is a big, big question. Um, is actually our question of the day. Wait. Wait. I was not prepared, but I may be prepared. I, I, I did. I didn't put the link in the thing because I had to do it from work. So I'm sorry. It's okay, uh, Steve. You start, and I'll have it up in just a sec. Uh, but I did ask, how many games did you think are going to be in the Evo 2022 lineup? Forty uh, of of the options being six or fewer, seven or eight, nine or ten. And 11 or more. Only 3% think that there will be 11 or more games. Nearly half of the respondents believe that it's going to be 7 or 8 games. Uh, Surprisingly, to me at least, almost 30% said 6 or fewer. And only 21% said 9 or 10. So most people think it's going to be right around eight, seven or eight. Yep. Um, Which I I thought it would be a little higher. 
honestly. So, I I was one of those people who voted for eleven or more, and here's why: you didn't specify the community run tournaments, uh, and if you recall, they had the community tournament stream last Evo. Granted, you know, different leadership, different everything. Uh, where they basically put top four of just about every game they could get their hands on on stream. And it was awesome. I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah, I wish it could be more, but, you know, not everybody gets to, you know, be on the big screen when you go to the baseball game. So, it's offline. Oh, okay, sorry. Somebody said it's offline in the chat, and I thought they meant the stream. Uh, but we're good, right? We're still here? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, cool. Uh, yeah, they were talking about, someone asked about Evo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, so, since we have somebody at the helm, like Rick, who is very, like, community-first-minded, I don't think that, like, we'll have the eight main games for sure, right? Maybe seven, depending on Capcom's new licenses. Uh, I don't think that'll be an issue, to be honest, uh, for Evo. But, uh, yeah, I think they're going to try to show as much as they can. That's what where Evo's been heading uh, before the pandemic happened. Uh, so I don't see a change in heart now. Could I be wrong? Absolutely. But I don't think I am. You know? I, I, I do think that there's a bit of room to run a few more games. I don't think it's going to be like 13, 14. But I do think it's going to be... I would say nine. I, I, I think nine is going to be the magic number. And. Question. Are we yes. talking about like stadium finals games? We're, we're, we're talking about the official lineup night, like not including the community run tournaments, mm -hmm. not for the top four, mm -hmm. not the ones that just get top four. I'm talking about the ones that are official you sign up through evo to play them oh then yeah i definitely think it'll be, still be more right they'll have finals on fridays they'll have finals on saturdays before the sunday finals i think it, like i'm i'm thinking like the eight games will probably be the finals on sunday and then they'll have all the other games uh that well, are less centered by it's typically it's typically four or five games on sunday that get finals because it's that one it's yeah it's that one okay. show wait i'm trying to so i went in 2016 where i sat in that arena all day because i paid money to be there so i was like i'm gonna watch <laughs> every final damn it and it was five games was it because i remember there was guilty gear uh exerted rev 2 that this was back when johnny still had like the mist finer bug where it was made everything unblockable uh, there was Mortal Kombat 10, where I'll never forget it. Eris said uh, somebody was playing uh, Kotokan, the Sun God variation, and he said, Eris said, co-op is for casuals. We don't praise the sun around here. Good work. I'll never forget that line. It was amazing. It was very funny. I will tell you the 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 2016 finals lineup because I wait, have it wait, pulled up. I'm working. I'm working through it. I'm working through it. And that was also the finals where Sonic Fox had to take off his hat against Tekken Master. Uh, 
Next was, I believe, Marvel. Or maybe Marvel was in the morning. I don't know. There was a Marvel in there because this was the Ghost of Marvel uh, year. Uh, and, and, you know, we kicked the Ghost of Marvel out of the event and look what happened. The pandemic happened. So, sorry, Ghost of Marvel. I, I apologize on behalf of the FGC. What was that? Was that three? That was... Uh, you said Mortal Kombat. You said Marvel. Uh, I said Exerd. Then Exert. there was Tekken. No. Yeah, there was Tekken. No? Yes? Was this when Geese was announced? No, this was another year. Never mind. Uh, there was not Tekken. Tekken was on Saturday that year. Uh, then there was Marvel. I'm, I'm thinking it was Marvel. Wait, did I say Marvel already? I said Marvel already. You said Marvel. There was Smash. <laughs> it was Melee. And I specifically remember because I was sitting in the arena and they were playing the Dreamland stage and everybody was clapping along with the music. And I was getting so annoyed because people were clapping. Not because people were having a good time, but I just had a headache. Uh, and then it was Street Fighter. So I guess you're right. It is five. <laughs> that is the conclusion I've come to. <laughs> I have no idea how you got there, but you actually got there. MK, Marvel 3, Exert, Melee, Street Fighter 5. See, I remember I was in that arena all day. <laughs> like, by the time Smash was coming around, Smash was the second to last tournament. I had such a headache because I didn't go anywhere. <laughs> see, see that, that lineup was a straight line. And you were, like, curving all around. It's how my brain works, You're... Steve. Oh, man. We got there all at right. the end, didn't we? It's about the journey, not the arrival. Do, are you ready to take your journey through the 2022 lineup? Sure. What games do you think are going to be there? Uh, Tekken 7. And may I be so bold as to say they're probably going to announce something for Tekken at Evo. Uh, I can go into a sleuthing thing, but we'll we'll save it for next week. Uh, speaking of which, well, next, next week, week well, no. Oh yeah, that's true. Well, we can still go through the sleuthing thing about why they're announcing something. Um, but anyway, Tekken. I think Dragon Ball Fighters is going to be there. Cool. Uh, let's see, Strive for sure. Mm, so let's see, Tekken. Strive, uh, Dragon Ball Fighters, maybe Mortal Kombat 11. Okay. Uh, Skullgirls. Sorry, my hands wow. are shaky. I'm still in work mode. Uh, Skullgirls. Let's see. We'll go Soul Calibur. Type Lumina, and BB Tag. No Street Fighter, no KOF. Oh, I forgot about KOF and Street Fighter. <laughs> so if you include replace, all of the replace, you've got ten. Replace Soul Calibur with Street Fighter, and replace Type Lumina with King of Fighters. Okay, so you've got an eight-game lineup. Of Tekken 7, DBFZ, Guilty Gear Strive, MK11, Skullgirls, BB, BB Tag, King of Fighters 15, and Street Fighter 5. Mm -hmm. Not in that order. Not in that order, obviously. Yes. What do you got? So, uh, so here is... We're, we're going to have some differences. Okay. Uh, let's go... <laughs> let's go with 
the ones that I think we have encountered. Street Fighter V. There's a I chance it's not going to be there, man. No, no. There is absolutely no way that Evo is running without Capcom's signature game. Oh, it is It is Sony-owned now, so yeah, never mind. It'll probably be it there. Is. So, Street Fighter V, definitely. That is as close to a lock, especially with Street Fighter VI on the horizon and a stage to have some sort of reveal. It's it's That is as big of a lock as you can have. Uh, Guilty Gear Strive is absolutely going to be there. King of Fighters is absolutely going to be there. Um, Was King of Fighters 14 in 2019 there? Uh, hey, Google. I my phone? think... Stream schedule... Uh, King of Fighters was not in 2018. Uh, 2018 was Street Fighter, DBFC, Smash, Smash, Tekken, BB Tag, Exert, and Injustice 2. Wait, say that again? So, 2018 was Street Fighter 5, mm -hmm. DBFC, mm -hmm. Smash Wii U, Smash Melee, mm -hmm. Tekken 7, mm -hmm. BB Tag, Exerd and Injustice 2. Okay, then it, I think it was 2017 then when it was there, right? I'm uh, sure 2017 was there. Yeah. Yeah, everybody in the chat saying it was there in 2014. Yeah, yeah thank you, uh, Rock Bogard. I, you know, he would know. Uh, -ball. Don't Why are, why is Blue yelling, don't wake daddy? That was, that was a line from commentary. All oh, right, so. Okay. Let me go through again with the ones we share. Street Fighter V, Strive, King of Fighters, Tekken, I would be a little bit on the fence about if there were another 3D game that was getting big. Virtual Fighter? Just, <laughs> Virtual Fighter is not in... You know, with all due respect to Virtual Fighter and its fans, it's just not in the popularity vicinity of Tekken. Even even on Tekken's downswing, um, it's still there. So Tekken 7, I think, is going to be there. Um, I think DBFZ gets in by the skin of its teeth. Um, I do think, you know, not having anything coming down the pipe hurts. But I do think it still gets in. So those that's my five. Here's where we start to split. I do think Melty gets in. Okay. I think I think they want to reward the Melty community, and I think it's still doing well enough to justify it. Uh, I think Grand Blue. Grand Blue. I forgot about Grand Blue. I think Grand Blue is going to get in there. Um, I know you said BB Tag. I I am torn between BB Tag and BB Central Fiction. I am leaning towards BB Tag. I do think one of those titles gets in uh, because of, especially with the popularity around Rollback. Mm -hmm. Um. I think there's one more spot. 
I am currently leaning towards. Wait, so which you got to pick one? BB tag or BB central fix? I'm going BB tag. Okay. I for that last spot, I'm currently leaning towards Uni. Oh yeah, what's the new one? Uniclear. Yeah. Unicorn. Unicorn. We're calling it Unicorn now. Um, oh, there's also the Marvel 2 Tournament of Champions that never happened, too. It's a uh, money game I, brought I, up in the chat. I do think we're going to see... Like, I know nothing of Rick's plans, mm -hmm. but I would not be shocked if there was some sort of retro invitational or some sort of special thing to get some older games back in the spotlight. Like the Marvel Tournament of Champions. Uh, like the ST Tournament of Champions uh, a while ago. I don't... Like, there are some borderline cases there. I think Nickelodeon All-Star Brawl, especially with the lack of a platform fighter, I, I just don't know if that's really... If either that or Rivals would be big enough and especially with rivals having its own pro circuit um that evo isn't a part of as of right now i don't know if they would shoehorn that in so uh multiverses do we... <sighs> so it doesn't have a release date unfortunately I, that's what i was literally yeah. just looking up uh but here's the thing too there's something else steve i don't know if you watched the dice awards earlier this week Earlier this week, the Dice Awards were happening, and Ed Boon got himself an award. He did. And he went up to accept said award, and he said something along the lines of, I can't wait for you guys to see what we're working on next. Yeah. We'll probably hear something about it at EVO, uh, but I don't think it's going to be a tournament game. And I don't think... I think you can make a case for MK11, for some reason, I think it's on the outside looking in, as opposed to the inside looking out. Mm -hmm. I, I'm probably wrong on that. That's my sort of out there pit prediction mm -hmm. in terms of games that don't make it. But I, I feel like I, I feel like of the games I have in, Uniclear would probably be the one that got booted for MK if MK does get in. Mm -hmm. uh, something else worthy of noting, in that same speech, he said that they officially broke the cycle of Injustice, Mortal Kombat, Injustice, Mortal Kombat, which they've been running for like a decade. So That doesn't necessarily mean Mortal Kombat. Right. That just means not Injustice. Right. Or it means both. Possibly. Or it means neither. <laughs> it could mean anything. Also, uh, yeah, I have a feeling... There's a part of me that really wishes that something would be announced there, but I don't think whatever they're working on is even going to be announced this year. Mostly because Ed Boon's whole MO is he'll say something and then, like, wait five years to announce it. <laughs> like, he'll tease something and then he'll announce it after everybody forgets about it. How about, you know, we've made our predictions. How about we give the people a chance to make their prediction? Sure, Steve. How do we Go give people that? a chance to make their predictions? Well, I'm putting a link into chat right now. 
It is a Google form. This is something we've done in the past. So uh, in, if you follow that link, and I will tweet it out as well, if you follow that link, you will have, you can uh, make your predictions there for the Evo 2022 lineup. You have until uh, about a half hour before the reveal show on Tuesday to get your picks in. Uh, please only make one prediction. Uh, if you make multiple predictions, I am going to scratch all of your entries. But whoever gets the closest in terms of mo if you get them all, if you predict the number of games correctly and you predict which ones it is, you're going to get a pizza. If multiple people get uh, make a correct prediction, uh, we're going to have a drawing on next week's show among all of those entries. And one of them is going to get a pizza. Uh, if someone, if, if no one gets it exactly right, we're going to do the drawing among whoever is the closest. So again, link in chat. I'm about to tweet that link out on our Twitter. Uh, you can follow us at best of the show on Twitter to catch that and get your predictions in. Submit. Did did you really? I yeah. didn't. Uh, I want to win a pizza. Damn it, Alon! What? Uh, I I forgot to ban you, and you already got your entry in. So why would you? You're ban competing me? against Alon now. Good, and I'm the smooth master. So come at me. Prove to me I'm wrong. You won't. And if I win, I get double pizzas. No. Just because. No. <laughs> Sorry, I like how Blue just goes, ah, I never get these right. Wait, didn't Blue win one a while back? It's, time is a construct. Everything in the before time, in the long ago, before March 2020, has blurred into nothingness. It came from somewhere back in the long ago. All right. Uh, that's enough of that. Uh, so everybody go. Pizza's on the line. Put up or shut up. And you don't even have to put up. You just have to answer right. Like, what? Like that's, a, that's not even a bet. That's just a entry. Trivia, I guess. But yeah. Uh. I'm excited to see, especially because, you know, Rick's been tweeting out that they have, like, a new format for announcing everything. So, I'm interested to see how it goes. Especially after witnessing the whole... Uh, this was something that was brought up on Ultra Chen earlier this week, uh, where they were talking about games that have gotten snubbed by Evo and, like, some of the not-so-smart things that the previous leader of Evo has done. Like, put a MVCI cap in the middle of the room and then not announce MVCI for Evo. Uh, so, yeah. We need a pizza emote, Steve. I just thought about this. I'll make one. Uh, my brain is in, like, a billion places. I apologize. It's, it's scattered. Like, it, it's like a, it's like the, like, ever see, like, the, a, like, the inside of a gem? How it looks like it's, like, a billion mirrors? That's my brain right now. Fortress of Solitude. That's what it looks like in there. Extra on the Solitude. What am I talking about? I <laughs> 
genuinely don't know what I'm saying anymore. <laughs> Help me. <laughs> Alon, all right. So you, you, you were talking about uh, decisions made by executives mm. that didn't go over quite mm-hmm, well. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And speaking of decisions made by executives that didn't quite go over well, mm-hmm. um, did you check out are, are you going to apply for a license to run a Street Fighter V event? Hell no. What am I, a TO? I'm not. But anyway, uh, first of all, the overwhelming response on Twitter was absolutely hilarious to me. And here's why. After reading into it, I thought, first of all, like looking at the surface level of what that agreement is, it's bad. It's very bad. When you look deeper into it, it's not as bad as you initially thought, but it's still pretty bad. So the response from that post on Twitter when they were announcing the the tournament license, the community tournament license, was pretty negative. And something caught my eye and was when Matt, the street writer, who is a Capcom employee, who I believe had something to do with this in the sense that he probably helped write this agreement. Oh, yes. Yes. He, uh, he mentioned that. Posted on Twitter and said, hey, if anybody has any questions, hit me up. We can work it out. And then I saw a lot of questions go his way and not a lot of answers. Now, first of all, I do need to preface this by saying this. Harassing anybody on Twitter is not good. Harassing game devs on Twitter is not good. If you're one of those people doing that, stop it. What you should do is talk to Capcom. Not any of any one person, but the entity of Capcom, right? That's the right way to do stuff. Uh, same thing with the Nintendo decision. Talk smack to Nintendo on Twitter, not a specific person. And if somebody, and if there is a person who is a community manager who's running those accounts, stop it. Because those are real people behind the screen and being on the receiving end of that stuff sucks. And it's not good. Even it, And the person who's like reading all this, it's not their fault, right? And they have no power over the situation, so stop it. Now, here's why this agreement is bad. And for those of you that don't know, Ultra David, if you go to his Twitter, he put out a, an article delving into uh, certain parts or most of this agreement. And uh, it's, it's, a very, it's a much better read than reading the actual agreement itself. I have a hard time reading, uh, especially when it's like a very dense legal speak. So him like simplifying it for us is a very good thing. So please go check that out. It's on Ultra David's Twitter. And he's a lawyer, so he knows what he's talking about, right? Yeah, and I just uh, threw a link in chat. Thank you. Uh, so there's a couple of things in this agreement that I vehemently disagree with. First, putting a cap on... Prize pots. In the agreement, it says if you're running a community tournament, your pot cannot be larger than two thousand dollars, or you cannot give out more than I think it's ten thousand dollars per year. In a year, yeah. That's absolutely stupid. That's completely asinine, and that's awful. Here's why: if you have a community that's turning out in that sense right where they're able to get enough people to have a two thousand dollar tournament either monthly or like whether it's their regionals it's a monthly even if it's a weekly some of the bigger weeklies out there they probably get they probably won't get close to two thousand per tournament but they definitely get close to ten thousand per year right 
like if you have an if you have a tournament ten dollars to get in and you have you have what like ten people show up that's a hundred bucks so you can only have what a hundred of those a year and there's way more than a hundred no there's not more than a hundred weeks in a year but anyway what I'm getting at is it's very easy to get close to that number right so I think putting a cap on that is definitely like I was saying up at the top of the show you're kind of like putting your thumb down on the little man uh, and you're like putting people in their place in a in a way that I don't think needs to be done. Uh, granted, I don't know the legal reasons behind it. I don't know why they would do this. And if there is a justification, obviously, we don't have anybody from Capcom here to defend themselves and they haven't been doing so on Twitter when asked. Uh, so I guess I'll go with the benefit of the doubt and think maybe there's something there that they have to deal with that we don't know about maybe taxes i don't know but either way i think this is a very decision uh because it, it limit it basically limits growth that's what it is it's limiting growth and there's going to be a lot of people that are going to be hurting from this specifically because in their statement or in their uh their license in their license it says that uh if they surpass those numbers they have to ask for an esports license and you can only imagine just how much that's going to cost right like the esports license my assumption i don't know i haven't applied uh my assumption is it's for the bigger events like say an evo like we were talking about right like an evo will be able to apply for the esports license and they get all the rights to it and to be fair we don't know if you know we don't know how many uh tiers there are uh, it is very possible that there is a tier for events that are just slightly above the community event threshold and that they're probably not going to be held to the same numbers and standards as something like an Evo or a CEO or a combo breaker or anything of that sort. But you still have, you know... When you throw out that that limit, that $10,000 limit for an entire year, that breaks down to $200 a week for a weekly. If you've got 20 people, you hit that limit. Uh, you know, if you're doing $10 a week if you're and you're averaging 20 players. If you're doing anything along the lines of Match Arena, Mm-hmm. You could easily pass that. Well, here's the thing too, Steve. Since you brought up Maturino, one of the one of the big uh, bullet points in that uh, uh, license agreement is that you have to disclose the pot before the event. So something like Maturino might be completely screwed, right? For those of you that don't know, Maturino is a website where people can uh, buy things, donate, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, and money that goes uh, into Maturino goes to the pot for the tournament. So. Essentially, with Maturino, nobody knows what the pot's going to be until the tournament is over. So that brings up even that part, right? And Maturino has been such a godsend for the community because that's been able to get people paid on a weekly basis. There, there are a couple other aspects of the, of the agreement that they put out that drew a lot of ire, besides the money. The money mm -hmm. for a lot of people is a big thing. Um, there were issues in terms of, th say, you can't 
charge spectators to uh, you can't charge a fee uh, for spectators to mm-hmm. to spectate. What they may have meant is something like you can't have like a cover charge to get in the venue uh, for like if you host in a bar or a restaurant or something like that. But the way it's worded makes it sound like it's possible that you you aren't permitted for charging uh, spectator fees at all, which is something that a lot of events are relying on. Mm-hmm. Um, there are issues in terms of media rights because one of the one of the terms is that you're granting a you're grant by running the event, you're granting Capcom the right to use the tournament footage, as well as, the way it's worded at least, pictures and video taken at the venue for them to use royalty-free Now, in their, yeah, so in in their the, promotion. Going off of that, so essentially what they're saying is that they're claiming, and they don't, they're not claiming that they own the the footage or the photos that you right. get at these events, but they're claiming that they can use them without having to pay anything else. Uh, or like you're, they're basically, if you're taking a video or a video or photo at the event, Capcom has the right to use it in whatever they want. This is bad for a couple of reasons. Uh, it seems like this is a huge overreach, right? Weekly tournaments, uh, for the most part, do tend to focus on one event. But imagine you have like a regional tournament where there are multiple games in there, and all of a sudden Capcom's like, yep, we can take all of this. This is all, like, free for us to use. That's problem number one. Problem number two is a lot of these events, like, there is such a job title as an esports photographer, right? Somebody who's been uh, who's been a great photographer for our scene is Tempest Rob, and there is that other lady who took photos at Combo Breaker. She took the photo Tish. of Scar... Tish. Yeah, she took the photo no, of Scar... No, no, that, that's... Robert Tisho, but I I, I know oh. who you're talking about. Yeah, the, the, who took the photo of Scar and Vex, that other dude with Vexany. the hair? Vexany, thank you. That's her name. Uh, so, and these people have to make a living, right? So the yeah. fact that a venue is hiring someone, and granted, this might be different in the esports contract, right? This might be completely different, but at, like this just seems like such a huge overreach of. Uh, from Capcom's point, right? Because at the end of the day, yes, it, the reason why they have this is because they're protecting their uh, their property, right? Street Fighter is a Capcom's IP, and they do have to protect it, right? And the fact that we've been able to run tournaments without a license like this for so long is something that Capcom has allowed us to do. However, now that they're trying to uh, protect their property, uh, this doesn't seem like something that they shouldn't do, but the way that they're doing it is what's bad, Steve. So having this overreach, like claiming uh, the ability to use all media on uh, on a Street Fighter tournament, uh, having this uh, cap on how much your pop can be, or telling people that they can't charge a spectator fee, even if they're like trying to split the money with the venue, right? This just feels like it's... The, the heart of it is them trying to give people an avenue to run tournaments. The execution of it comes across as 
big company putting down the little man who's trying to grow a scene? I feel like there's a bit of motivation that we're missing. What's that? Because obviously Street Fighter V has been a thing for many years now. And there's been no no push for um, any sort of licensing like this for smaller events until this week. Mm -hmm. With Street Fighter VI coming down the pipeline, I feel like Cap, what Capcom is trying to do is have a clear structure in place so that they have everything they need to get all of the esports the esports engine going uh, behind Street Fighter 6. So if something happens at an early, early tournament, they can tweet it out, they can put it on their social media, they can use that to promote the game. That they, they want to make sure that they have certain standards met for their events and they want to, you know, maybe the specifics either weren't th thought through or weren't necessarily considered in a lot of cases. Um, the response to this has been very, very strong, including from uh, Juicy Game Night. Who is? Just gonna um, bring them up. They run, yeah. They run the local event. They run local events out of Orlando, and they said that they are going to suspend Street Fighter Five events uh, for the foreseeable future because of not wanting to deal with this. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Now, here's the other thing too. Uh, there have been people who have applied for this license and were met with an immediate response of saying, hey, here's your license. Go for it. Do the thing. Uh, obviously, I'm assuming they probably can't talk much about what the... Like, if there's any change to the cookie-cutter license that they posted uh, due to extenuating circumstances. Like, for example, one of the people that uh, I heard or I saw on Twitter that got it was Arturo. You know, one of the people who runs Wednesday... Or, Wednesday night fights. Jeez, I'm gonna. The East Coast is gonna kill me now. Uh, next level, next level battle circuit. He runs uh, a wing of it, while Team Spooky does the rest. Like the two, I think the two of them run uh, NLBC. Yeah. Please don't kill me, East Coast, for mistaking it for Wednesday night fights. Uh, and not not even mistaking it. I just said it wrong. Uh, but I'm curious if they're going to have an issue or if there are any amendments to this license because of the nature of next level battle circuit, right? Because they run off of Maturino, they run a weekly that's very populated, right? I think they've been getting consistently over a hundred entrants for a while, especially since they went online, uh, on a weekly. So I, I wonder, I wonder what that process is like. There's a part of me that wanted to apply just to see what that process is like, but I'm not a TO, so I'm not going to do it. Uh, so that's been kind of the, the responses. There's been people who said, hey, we're not running Street Fighter V anymore. Take your license and go somewhere else, please. And there's people that applied and immediately got it. And we do have a response from Capcom, actually. Mm -hmm. uh, because the next day, you know, there was the joke. You joked about uh, Street Fighter not responding. They posted, he lives in Europe, and they posted literally around bedtime. 
uh, for Europe. So he woke up to the most DMs that he has ever seen. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But Capcom did post a response on Twitter the next, the following day. And they said, quote, Yesterday, we published a new Street Fighter V community license agreement for both the Americas and EMEA. Our aim was to make running an event with Street Fighter V Champion Edition easier. When TOs have contacted Capcom about running community events with Street Fighter V in the past, the approval process has always taken a lot of time. We want to make the rules clear and to allow for much faster approvals. We're also keen to build tighter relationships with TOs and to encourage safe spaces to play Street Fighter V. Thank you to everyone who has sent us feedback thus far in the new agreement. We are reviewing this feedback with the wider Capcom team and we'll follow up with more updates soon. So they are, re- they are reconsidering some things, but as of now, the agreement is still up and still active. Yeah, and that and that's another part too. Uh, and this is an issue that we ran into with the FGC at large uh, a couple of years ago, and that's community moderation, right? So I think this is Capcom's way of maybe starting to take some control over community moderation to have uh, more control over who can play their games, who can't play their games, et cetera, et cetera. Well, who can play their games, who can't play their games at a competitive level. Uh, Like, for example, I think this is one of those things where if somebody assaults another player at one local, they can't go be a jerk at another local, right? Or they can't just go to another local and say, oh, look at me. I haven't done nothing wrong, right? Uh, If it's for stuff like that, I totally can get behind it. However, I think there's still a lot of overreaching things in this contract, and I hope that's what they're looking at. And if that's not what they're looking at, I hope there's at least an explanation as to why that's there so that we can be enlightened and hopefully educated about why that's there. Because I feel like if we're at least educated about why those decisions are there instead of just having to figure it out on our own, uh, I think it might be an easier pill to swallow than to just be like, oh, we can't get over 200 entrants or we can't get over 20 entrants in our locals now or else we're going to not be able to (laughs) Street Fighter V anymore. You're probably going to get a lot of underground tournaments there, you know. <laughs> and it's, then it's going to get into a I... whole thing where, you know, you're going to have speakeasies trying to run Street Fighter Five tournaments. And then we've all been through, well, we haven't been through <laughs> Prohibition, but we've all seen what happens. <laughs> oh, the idea of Street Fighter Five tournaments being the new moonshine. Dude, yeah, like you go to a local, you go to a local, and the guy's like, "Hey, what are you entering? King of Fighters or Tekken?" And you go, "The other one." And he goes, "Oh!" And he pulls down the lantern, like a <laughs> like a bookshelf <laughs> slides open. Right this way. <laughs> What's the password? <laughs> it's Marvel, baby. <laughs> uh, uh, like wake up, DP. That's the password. <laughs> anyway. Seven frames. <laughs> Eight frames of lag. It, <laughs> it's down to six. <laughs> and in some cases, five. Oh, man. Anyway. By the way, the, the eight frames uh, jersey that Lupe made was... <laughs> well, not anymore. It's not. <laughs> Maybe it is. I don't God. know. 
it's still it's still chef's kiss all right before before we move on to uh our next topic because we are getting to the end of the show here i want to hear from the chat what's the best password for the street fighter 5 speakeasy i see seven frames and i see hadouken somebody else said the password is good ass tekken (laughs) yeah i'm here to play street fighter 5 what's the password tekken (laughs) when's marvel (laughs) well that's what you know you don't you go with something they don't expect true very true. It throws them off their scent, right? But then what happens when Wooly shows up? And he, he, he honestly and earnestly is asking, when's Marvel? The Alex trailer releases tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Eight ninety five. Alex trailer wins. High tier scrub with 895. <laughs> that is good. Thuggery is a good one. Dude, 895. Hour, hour, hour is a good one. 895 is going to be the fee to get into the speakeasy. You have to wow. you have to pay the attendant 895. <laughs> oh uh, man, Devour the Alex trailer is dude. This is sick. The Alex trailer wins. That, yeah. 895 and Alex trailer. I think those are top two. Um but yeah, Thuggery and Devour Hour Hour. Still top five. When's Marvel top ten? So let's. let's oh, you gotta give a thumbs up. I like that one, right? Remember the thumbs up. <laughs> <laughs> Blue wins. That, that's top one. That <laughs> What's the almost, password? Oh man, I almost <laughs> forgot about that. Oh the, man, and, and all of those. That's that two minute supercut. Of. <laughs> is just flooding my mind right now and hitting me in the deepest recesses of my soul. Dude, I remember when they said that they were going to put the button on there so the thumbs up were dead. Uh, This was still when Efren and everybody was in the show. I remember going into the studio and telling Efren, I'm going to be sad the thumbs up are gone. (laughs) And I am sad the thumbs up are gone. And I did forget about that. But thumbs up. That should that I, that's definitely the password from now on. Like you walk in, it's like, what game are you entering? <laughs> Dude, hell yeah! Street Fighter Five Speakeasy's coming your way. Uh, you know what else is coming our way? A resub from Beaver for the win for forty-eight months. He's been subscribed longer than you have, Steve. Four years. Mm-hmm. Four years. My goodness. Time flies when you are doing this show, doing, doing <laughs> what we do. Yeah. No, seriously though, we appreciate everyone, every bit of support we get. We honestly and truly appreciate it. It's the fact that that people find me somewhat entertaining, even if ironically, is just something that blows my mind. And I am thankful to all of you for putting up with me on a weekly basis and don't sell yourself short hairbender we're here sorry you know what's it's been stuck like that name has been stuck in my head for a while i just it's a good name it is a good name it is you know what else is here what is here steve delay based netcode but Mm -hmm. not for long right because there were rumors there were there's stirrings about uh Persona 4 Arena Ultimax. Mm-hmm. You know, there were there was the hope that maybe it would launch with rollback. That would be 
the piece de resistance for that re-release that is coming uh, in just you know a couple weeks. We're we're real close. Blue, I know he's got the that tearaway calendar. You know, one of those old calendars. There's 365 sheets. You tear away one sheet a day. <laughs> Also, before, anyway. before we go forward, I just want to thank Animate Sam for the 50 bits. Thanks. And he gave us a thumbs up. So he wants to play Street Fighter Five right this way, sir. Let me open you up want... my wall. Dude, how sick would it be I... if I could just open this and it was like a stair case? I need to go to character select. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, <laughs> Sam. But. Go on, though. Persona, um, Persona 4. Yeah. In an email that Atlas sent out to uh, its fans and newsletter subscribers, the company confirmed that rollback netcode is coming to P4U2. It will not, unfortunately, be at the game, in the game at launch. However, they said, quote, we're working with Arc System Works to implement rollback netcode as soon as possible. And we anticipate the update going live summer 2022. Stay tuned for more updates. End quote. Now, Steve, they also added something else to uh, to that, which I am pulling up here as we speak. Uh, they took to Twitter and they said, let's get ready to row, 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 row back. Face off against new challengers and old and old new face off against new challengers and old. I feel like that could have been worded a little better. Uh, and Persona 4 Arena Ultimax with rollback netcode implementation coming this summer to PlayStation 4 and Steam. Now, along with this, sorry, uh, there was uh, a trailer. Now, does this trailer say anything about rollback? I'm looking now because it just looks like gameplay to me. Uh, yeah, never mind. It's just gameplay. Oh, actually, here at the end, they do say, uh, you know what? I'm just going to I'm going to show it to you instead of me just Thank digging you. around this without showing it to you i'm just gonna show it to you as soon as i put it in the thing here and then i click this button there it is rollback netcode coming playstation 4 and steam summer 2020 and you can pre-order now because this game comes out in two weeks do you want to watch this trailer let's watch this trailer hold on this this little video they put together here for us let's see here go that didn't go there you go okay I didn't know Persona 4 was this crazy. I don't know. I haven't played a Persona game. Is that a crime? Probably. I'll be in jail with you, but okay. we'll be in jail together. I mean, I played BB Tag. Is that, that close counts. enough? Yeah, I feel like that, that counts. counts. So, there's a. You, have this, you heard about this showdown with show? Uh, I am learning about the showdown with show as, as you learn about. Nice. Well, there it is. Now, it is interesting. And here is my one... I don't know if worry is the right word. Uh, my first thought with this. 
because it's not it, it's listed as coming in the future but not in the super distant future you know we're if once we're at March 17th you know it's not that long to wait till summer mm-hmm. so I wonder if this turns the release of the game into sort of a soft launch where you know where I feel like I feel I fear that sales figures for the game won't necessarily hit as high as they would have simply because a lot of people I think a lot of people might be holding out to get rollback. They'll wait and then they'll buy the game then. Ah, well here let me let me throw this at you, Steve. The people who like Persona 4 Arena Ultimax already pre-ordered the game. Yeah. Like, the people who are going to play this game already bought it, right? The people who are excited well, about this already have it. I, I think I think the people who are already fans of P4U and P4A already bought the game. Mm-hmm. General fighting game fans are going to be on the fence, not necessarily because they don't like the game, but because, you know, we just had the launch of King of Fighters. Mm-hmm. We've got other games coming down the pipe. We've got um, DNF Duel whenever that comes out. Project There's L. a lot of options. <laughs> Project L. Whenever Project that comes L, out. Whenever, yeah. There are a lot of options for, for people to play. And... Not having rollback netcode is mm-hmm. a non-starter for so many of those people. I think a good chunk of them, you know, some will buy and then, you know, maybe dabble but not really get into the game until summer. I think some will hold off on ordering completely until that rollback is implemented. Because mm-hmm. it's like, well, you know, I don't want to buy a game and deal with delay base for the next few months. Let me continue messing with KOF. Let me continue messing with uh, Skullgirls continuing to get support, which, by the mm-hmm. way, is dark horse to get in the EVO lineup. So I do want to bring up something else that I just noticed. And this might be one of those things that this is a breadcrumb that is going to lead us down somewhere. We're not going to be able to follow it tonight because we unfortunately don't have time. But let's take a look at this screen here. Is there something that looks weird to you on this, Steve? Um, besides the smoothness of the chest and the weird lighting angle for the teddy belt. So look at the title or look at the text available 317 2022 rollback netcode coming to PlayStation 4 and Steam summer 2022. Now look at the bottom. It's coming out on PlayStation 4 Switch and Steam. So I guess they just gave up on the Switch. They gave up on the Switch version. Oh no! I I don't know how many people who would be watching this show or watching something along the lines of this show would be would be holding off for the Switch version of this game. I don't know how big of an impact that will have on our audience. Let me put it that way. Okay, is that your primary fighting game console? Yes. Is I it? Think, I don't think it's even charged, to be honest. 
There you go. There you go. Um, like I want, yeah. I want to switch from work. We got Ring Fit Adventure, dude. When are we Mario Karting? Because the new Mario Kart pack is coming have out. Mario soon. Kart, dude. I will buy I you Mario Kart and the pack so we can Mario Kart. Uh, I, I gotta, don't know. If... I gotta save money. I gotta save money. I just told you I'm buying it for you, dude. We, so we're, we're playing Mario. We'll Kart. discuss this after the show. We will playing discuss Mario this Kart. after the show. However, um. I think I think that's kind of a weird decision to. Oh, I mean, granted, like Switch, like everybody's playing on Wi-Fi anyway, so it's the wild, wild west out there because you know, like everybody's playing that game on. <laughs> everybody's playing that game in the bathroom. <laughs> so yeah, it's like, oh, I need to go to the bathroom. Let me lab up some combos. <laughs> zoop uh, zoop while you poop. poop. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I think that's like as good of a line as any day in the show. <laughs> We're we're not topping that. We're 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 calling it a night on that no, one. I do want to mention one more thing because this came out either today or yesterday. Um, and what does it mean for us in the FGC? Uh, or for anybody really? Who knows? But Epic has purchased Bandcamp. Uh-huh. Epic has purchased Bandcamp now. What does that mean? What is Bandcamp? Bandcamp is a platform in which musicians can uh, can choose what to charge people for their music, right? It's a pay pay what you choose. So, for example, uh, we can have people say like, "Oh, uh, if you want to buy this album, you have to you can pay whatever you want as long as it meets this threshold." Or there's also people who just say, pay whatever you want for this music, whatever. And you can give them a dollar and you get the whole album. Or you can give them $10, you get the whole album, blah, 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 blah. I purchased by Epic. What does this mean? Does this mean that Epic Games will be allowed to use Bandcamp music at no cost to Epic? Hopefully not, because that's kind of for all the artists that put music up there. Does that mean that Epic is going to take a cut of everything at Bandcamp? Hopefully not, because that's pretty... Terrible for all the musicians that put stuff up there already at a very affordable price, which is way better than listening to Spotify because Spotify gives cents on the dollar of what musicians should be earning. So please don't use Spotify. Go to Bandcamp and support the musicians directly. Uh, yeah, like this is a very bizarre in in like the li- like the laundry list of bizarre purchases that have happened in the last couple months. This one also happened. So we'll see what that entails in the future. Who knows what that will entail in the future. Maybe maybe Bandcamp is going to be, you know, in Fortnite. <laughs> the official character of Bandcamp. But anyway, I just wanted to bring that up because that might be something that will affect us. I, I think you wanted to bring that up just so we wouldn't end on Zoop Zoop while you poop poop. No, we can end on Zoop Zoop while you poop poop. But anyway, I just wanted to bring that up because that's news, and that might infect that might impact us. I almost said infect. That's not what I meant. Uh, that might impact us. That might not. Who knows? It's still like one of the. It's it's one of those like industry changing purchases. This Bandcamp is of, you know, like I, that's where I get all my music from, and I have a bunch of close friends who put music up on there and are very happy to put their music up on there. There's a bunch of artists who I don't know who put music up on there that I'm happy to pay for. So. And it supports musicians better than the alternative, which is Spotify. Please don't use Spotify. Go to Bandcamp instead. Or CD, baby. Whatever. Anywho. I'll get off my soapbox. Uh, but I think 
with that said, I think uh, we are we are at the end of the show today, Steve. It's a, it's a late night. Uh, thank you to everyone joining for us, joining for us, mm-hmm. joining us for a little later evening than we usually do. Yep. Uh, we appreciate everything. Yep. Yeah. And uh, also just a reminder, if you like write us an email, tell us something you want to talk about. Tell, give us an, your opinion on something. It's bestofvshow at gmail.com. Uh, we'll talk about it on the show. We'll bring it up on the show. Right. Tweet us at best of the show. Um, you can call us if you track down my number. Please don't do that. Please don't do that. Yeah, I, I don't know I why really Steve would even think about that. No, stop it. Let's just. I'm not <laughs> saying they should. I'm saying if they somehow had the technology stop. No, to stop track it. down my phone number, they stop it. There's nothing stopping them from calling us. I'm not going to answer. Me. So, well, it would be calling me. So you wouldn't answer. Anyway, or would I? And we'd be thousands of miles apart. Are we? Yes. Yes, we are. Thank you for joining this week. (laughs) Joining us this week on Best of Five. (laughs) And on a cliffhanger there, Steve. (laughs) Thank you for joining us. I'm tired. Send us home. (laughs) Thank you for joining us this week on Best of Five. I have been Elon. This is my information. You can follow me on Twitter at ILAN121. This is Steve, the main squeeze, Ace King Offsuit Jerk. You can follow him at Ace King Offsuit on the Twitter. Uh, we're here every Thursday. Look us up on Discord. We have a Discord. Go hang out in there. We talk trash about stuff a lot of the times. I almost put up stuff in there about why I was late, but I decided against it. Maybe I will next time. Only if people join the Discord. I'm kidding. There's a lot of people in there. Uh, but anyway, I think that's it. Steve, any final words? Good night, Canada. Zoop, zoop while you poop, poop. Damn it. (laughs)